0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Hayes, and I'm back with another episode of Cast of Champions. Today is Friday, April 17th. I have another show, an exciting show. Um, my guest is Coach John Mark Bentley, head wrestling coach at Appalachian State um, University in Boone, North Carolina. Um, he's uh, given me a little bit of time. after his busy schedule just to talk to me about his program and, you know, how's there, how he's doing, you know, with the whole virus and everything and how it's affected his program. So, uh, yes, uh, Coach Bentley, you're alive. How are you doing?
1: Uh, good morning, Ron. I'm doing great. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a crazy and unusual time, you know, managing this crisis and, uh, you know, trying to do all the work that I do remotely. Uh, but, you know, we're managing and, and things are still moving forward for Appalachian State and, uh, you know, excited about the future.
0: Yeah, so – um just real quick how how has this virus kind of affected your program in, in general and then uh a little bit about um breaking the news to your team about not being able to wrestle in d ones tournament.
1: Well, first I'll start with that. Uh you know, we were uh, we had actually a program record 6 NCAA qualifiers uh that were slated to to be competing at the NCAA Championships. So uh you know, three of those guys were seniors and uh you know, when we found out, I think it was the Tuesday before, I think it was like the 12th of, of March or something like that, when they announced the championships were canceled. And, uh, you know, honestly, that was probably one of the toughest things I've had to deal with as a, as a coach. Uh, in all my time, I've never had any issue or situation that's uh, that I've dealt with that, that, that rivaled that. Um, you know, I had to go down to our locker room. We had a team meeting, and, uh, you know, I had to look our guys in the eyes and tell them, you know, that our season had been canceled. And uh, you know, for some of those uh, seniors, uh, you know, their their career was canceled, and uh, it was come had come to an end. So obviously, it was an emotional time. Uh, it was very uh, I, I don't know how the best way to put it. It was just kind of something that I hope I never have to deal with anything like that again. Uh, but but yeah, it was tough, and uh, you know, we've uh, you know, kind of managed and worked through it, and uh, you know, it's obviously changed what we're doing this spring. You know, typically this this spring, uh, you know, we would start heavily into freestyle. Uh, We'd be on the road recruiting quite a bit, uh, trying to lock down the last of the seniors and starting to work on our junior class for 2021. Uh, With the NCAA uh, banning all off-campus recruiting, that pretty much shut down. And and as I think most everyone is nationwide, we're all, uh, you know, kind of shelter in place in our homes. Uh, so a lot of the recruiting process is being done now by, uh, video conference, you know, and just having to do virtual conferences with, uh, each recruit, it's making it very time consuming, uh, because with the NCAA rules, you can only have one recruit on the call at a time. So you can't do, you know, the same recruiting spills, uh, to, you know, several recruits at one time. You have to go through the same thing, uh, with each and every recruit each and every time you, you talk with one, um. You know, and then the other part is, uh, you know, it's it's obviously uh, affected, you know, our off-season training. You know, most of our guys are typically here during this time. Uh, you know, we're in the weight room. We're wrestling freestyle and uh, training, you know, getting ready for, for the next thing. And, uh, you know, currently right now our guys are at home. And, uh, you know, we, we still have four or five guys that, that live here in Boone or have apartments here in Boone that are still here. Uh, But most of the guys are, you know, trying to find unique ways to stay in shape and train themselves. And, uh, you know, it's been it's been a challenging uh, time. But but honestly, I feel like, uh, you know, we've we've uh, identified it as a as an opportunity for our program to move forward and to get better. And, you know, if, you know, our culture and and our discipline stays true, then then, uh, you know, we can we can maybe pass up some teams during this time. For sure, um
0: it, it's funny you said the conference call or the video call because I just happened to run into uh one of your recruits uh Ethan Oakley, and I was talking to him about it he's like yeah i got a I got a zoom call with Coach Bentley or something like that. had' been a couple of days ago, but um but yeah, so
1: yeah with our of, yeah with our freshmen um that are already committed to us, uh you know we're still you know he's been committed to us for a while but you know, right now we're having to, you know, make sure that they have all their uh, their a- application and everything's complete, make sure their housing application, make sure that they're getting a lot of things done that, you know, they have to complete, uh, you know. And typically they would be uh, coming to Boone to train, you know, getting ready to come to Boone to train this summer and, you know, take summer classes and things like that. But that's been put on hold. So, you know, we're still trying to interact with our, you know, our current uh, incoming Uh, recruits that we've already signed you know as well as you know trying to use this time to continue recruiting the next class
0: um so talk a little bit about some of the uh, freshman recruits that you have um and i know that and i also want you to touch a little bit on that whole 125 weight class i know you got a lot of recruits there uh how how is that gonna work? I mean you got some of the top recruits right there in that one little air uh that one little weight class there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Cody Russell is a uh coming back this year for us, our one thirty three pounders, two time national qualifier. He's a senior this year, so he's got one year of eligibility left. Um we still have several of those one twenty fives uh have not red shirted yet, so we have that option. We've got the incoming freshmen that obviously have have a red shirt year to, to to play with. So um, I think it'll work itself out fine. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm not, I'm not going to have as much to do with it as those guys are, uh, but I think that, that competition for those you know, those lightweights is going to be healthy for them, and I, I think that competition is going to push and drive them to, uh, you know, every one of them are going to be getting better constantly. You know, I mean, one of the things that I've found in, in, in my time as a coach, if, if you've got a wrestler that doesn't have to earn his spot, like if he just is kind of by default the starter – uh, typically, that wrestler doesn't develop and and is not as competitive as those guys that have to go through the grind of earning it. All
0: right now, um, if you can talk about some of the incoming, uh, the...
1: excuse me, can you say that again?
0: Um, if you can talk about some of the incoming recruits that you have, I know Kobe Early's one of them. Uh, you got the Jackson Balls. Tell me a little bit about some of the the freshmen you got coming in.
1: Uh, well, I'm just going to speak about the class generally. Uh, you know, I don't really want to get you know too in depth talking about individual recruits at this point, because you know, what they've done in high school is irrelevant, you know, moving forward, you know, it's all going to depend on how successful they're going to be is going to depend on the work that they put in and, you know, the sacrifices they're willing to make at this level. Yes, sir. And so, uh, I am excited, you know, we've got, you know, as, as tradition, Uh, I think we've got a lot of the best kids uh, coming out of the state of North Carolina that are coming into our program. And so, uh, you know, we're excited about that. We're excited about, you know, Kobe and Ethan and Heath and Jackson Bowles. And, you know, we got a lot of good incoming freshmen, um, you know, from the state of North Carolina. Um, you know, so we're excited about those guys, um, uh, you know, but, but, uh, you know, as a class, I think, uh, you know, we recruited a lot of it based on character, work ethic, uh, what their goals are and things like that. So, uh, you know, I think if, if they're as committed to their goals as, as they seem to be, and they're willing to make those, those, uh, sacrifices and, and, and they are ready to, you know, to work. Uh, then I think you're going to see a lot of special things come out of this recruiting class. Uh, very excited about it. I think it has a tremendous amount of potential, uh, but it's just potential until they get here and actually put in the work. Um,
0: yes, sir. So what do you look for in a recruit? If if a kid is a freshman and, you know, they're looking to wrestle at the next level and they were interested in wrestling at Appalachia State, what do you look for as a head coach?
1: Well, I think for me, uh, you know, there's a couple of things I look for. I mean, obviously, character is very important. Uh, you know, if they have a str- – they, they got to have a strong character to be able to make it in our program. You know, we just don't uh, – you know, that's one thing that we will not uh, budge on that, uh, you know, core value and belief that they have to have strong character. Uh, but as I'm going through the recruiting process and I'm identifying, uh, you know, potential prospects for our program, you know, one of the key ingredients is, is they have to love wrestling. And it can't be they love it just because they're good at it, you know, because loving the sport of wrestling and loving it because you're good, at or if you're just doing it because you're good at it, that's two totally different things. And when you get to this level, uh, if you're not doing it because you truly love it and you love the training and you love all the hard parts about it as well as, as the, you know, getting your hand raised, it's really hard to be successful at this level. And so, you know, that's the one thing I look at is those guys that really, truly love the sport, uh, because if, if they're only doing it because they're good at it, it, it won't translate well here.
0: For sure. Um, so I think with a lot of uh, colleges in North Carolina that have wrestling programs, um, it seems like you do a lot of uh, in-state recruiting versus out-of-state recruiting. Is that just part of your philosophy or, or is it you just want to help grow
1: North Carolina wrestling? Tell me a little bit about that. Well, first and foremost, you know, I'm a North Carolina native myself, and uh, so I've got a special place for the state of North Carolina in in giving opportunities to North Carolina natives uh, myself. Um, Secondly, uh, you know, as a state university and and a university that's funded a lot by the taxpayers' dollars, uh, you know, I feel like I owe it to the state of North Carolina to recruit, uh, you know, as much as I can in-state. You know, I think any institution that's, you know, funded, you know, in a large portion by taxpayers and and within that state, you know, I think they owe it to the citizens in that state to recruit it. And so that's always been my philosophy. Um, So, you know, I enjoy recruiting North Carolina kids. We've had a ton of success with North Carolina kids as well. It's not like. You know, we've been recruiting them but haven't had success. I mean, you know, all these teams we've had recently that have been winning championships and, you know, having All-Americans and, you know, multiple conference champions every year and, you know, top 25 teams, you know, each and every one of those years, over half of our starters have been from the state of North Carolina. And so uh, I think that, you know, those are some of the reasons why I recruit North Carolina. Uh, And then obviously it's no secret – uh, you know, we don't have the funding that a lot of other Division I programs do and, and a lot of our competitors. So uh, scholarship dollars stretch a lot further in the state of North Carolina. So it's always my number one goal to find the best in-state kids and try to commit them to Appalachian State. Uh, and you, you'll see, I mean, if you look at our recruiting class, we also recruit out-of-state as well, but I always look in-state first and try to fill our, our uh, recruiting class with with majority of the best kids in North Carolina. Um,
0: yes, sir. And – so you guys are are an RTC. Uh, tell me a little bit for everybody listening. How does the RTC work? Who gets to train? Is there any type of credentials that you have to have to train there like a placement of states nationals? Can you touch a little bit of touch a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, recently the, the actual requirements have changed. You know, several years ago it was, and I'm not going to go through the, all the different requirements, but several years ago they had, you know, USA Wrestling had a, you know, they had a criteria of who could train in the RTC that was so broad uh, that it basically was open to anyone. You know, if you were outside of, a, you know, a 50-mile radius, but you were still uh, met certain criteria and it was the closest opportunity for you, you know. I mean, you didn't have to be, uh, you know, a really high-level wrestler to to attend. Um, and So now, uh, you know, because of some of the stuff with the RTCs that have kind of gotten out of control and, you know, you'll see, you know, some RTCs have million-dollar endowments and are paying athletes and those that same athletes are in the room every day with the college guys. Uh, it's gotten to be a little bit like the wild, wild west. So um, I think to rein that back in, USA Wrestling's trying to get a grip on it and trying to, you know, kind of narrow down the specifications that you have to have to be a member. I think those are going to be even more stringent moving forward, but I think, you know, the, ba- the basic thing is right now is that, you know, it has to be in the Olympic style. You've got to train in the Olympic style when, you, when you're in an RTC, and a lot of the qualifications now are based on freestyle and Greco, the international styles uh, results, so it can't just be that you're a state placer uh, at the scholastic level, like you have to have, you know, some credentials in, in the international styles as well, or the Olymp- Olympic styles. And so um, yeah. it's continuing to evolve. Uh, you know, for us, we have an RTC that allows us to uh, train, uh, you know, a, a lot of the uh, summer months and get our guys prepared for university nationals and things like that. Uh, but, you know, it's not to the extent we don't have a paid full-time athlete or anything like that. We've had a couple assistant coaches that have wrestled, continue competing uh, in our RTC. But, but you know, it's, it just doesn't have the funding that, uh, you know, some of these – programs where they're paying athletes, full-time athletes, to be there. and So,
0: so um, a couple of days ago, um, I, I happened to be surfing some of uh, North Carolina's wrestling sites, and apparently there was a rumor about the Appalachia State Wrestling Program possibly getting cut, to which you clarified to another high school coach who posted on there that it wasn't. Where did that rumor come from? Like, how did it originate? Has there ever been any talks of that?
1: No, I, you know, I'm not going to get into the weeds of kind of, you know, where it came from, things like that. It was definitely, uh, you know, a competitive a program that, you know, was one of our competitors. And uh, us and one of the other schools that were mentioned in this rumor, uh, we were all recruiting the same athletes uh, that were transferring from Old Dominion. And so, uh, you know, we we were all kind of talking to the same recruits. And then lo and behold, uh, you know, some account that's attached to one of those programs uh, says that, you know, Appalachian State and this other school are going to be dropped, you know, and just starts the rumor with no information, just throws it out there uh, in an attempt to obviously discourage recruits, uh, give us some negative publicity. There's never been any talk about that. Like it's just it was just a blatant attack uh, in a really, you know, insensitive, just scumbag move uh, during this time when everybody's on alarm. I mean, this pandemic has got, uh, you know, every uh, athletic department around the country reeling on how, you know, they're going to cut costs and deal with the, you know, the fallout of this. Um, So, you know, I'm not going to, you know, get into the, the details of kind of, you know, who I, you know, where I think it came from and how it started and things like that. You know, the main thing that people need to know is that it's not true. Uh, Our athletic director actually spoke out on Twitter uh, in response to it in support of us. Uh, You know, Appalachian State's got a a tremendous fan following. We raise a ton of money. We've had a ton of success, Uh, you know, and, and, you know, I think that it just, it's a, it takes a whole uh, nother level of, you know, someone that I would consider a scumbag to spread rumors like that in an attempt to gain a recruiting advantage for a certain program. And so I'll just leave it at that and, and uh you know hopefully those those people that, that were, you know, starting those rumors get exposed and, and are, you know, you know, maybe recruits should think about that if those are the kind of people they want to be involved with. So
0: Yeah, right there is a, a whole nother level of low, but um you, you were talking about um, the program and fundraising um, as as we all know a lot of colleges some of the bulk of their fundraising comes off of their their wrestling camps and, and clinics um, with the coronavirus um, right now has there any has there any has there been any talks of Appalachian wrestling camps being postponed canceled um, what
1: what do you know about that? So as of right now, there's been no announcements made about any of that. I think we're kind of in a holding pattern right now to see uh, what, you know, decisions the university makes and what decisions the governor makes. Uh, You know, obviously it's uh, it's on my radar and I've got my thumb on it every day. I'm communicating with camp programs and with officials at the university, um, you know, about what the possibilities are. And I think at this point, you know, we just don't know. I mean, it's too early to know. I mean, you're seeing uh, Disney duels just got postponed this summer, which is in late June. Uh, so there's, you know, there's a lot of possibilities. Um, no decisions have been made yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, we should know something further in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, we have two camps that are in June. We have a prospect camp and one team camp in June. Uh, but then the rest of our camps uh, don't start till July the 10th. Uh, which is still a pretty good ways away, uh, you know, so obviously we're hopeful that we are going to be able to have them because our program depends a lot on those uh, camp uh, funds to help fund the wrestling program as, as it always has, uh, you know, but uh, obviously right now I'm trying to make plans, best case scenario, worst case scenario, whether we have camp or whether we don't on to how, how to make the budget work. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and it's, not really about the money, more so than the fact that it's just a great camp that I've, uh, I have grew up in. I've helped out time, uh, a couple times, before, so I know about the impact of the Appalachia State wrestling camp, so I would hope that uh, nothing, nothing happens to uh, hinder th- those uh, camps happening. Um, just a little bit about your, your coaching style. Like, what's your coaching style in general?
1: Well, I believe in a lot of, of structure and discipline. Uh, you know, we've got our program set up to, you know, it really uh, rewards and, uh, you know, individuals that are committed to to a lifestyle, those those athletes thrive in our program. You look at Denzel DeJernet <laughs> or Austin Trotman or, uh, you know, Carrie Miller, Randall Diabe, you know, these, these wrestlers that come through our program that are just, uh, they, they buy into the culture, uh, they're very coachable, and, uh, you know, they do all the work and put in the time and live the lifestyle, and then, you know, you're seeing the, the results that, that we're able to produce with those athletes, and so, uh, you know, I think that for me, it's, it's all about, you know, culture, discipline, and representing our program in a, in a positive manner, Uh, You know, I believe uh, very strongly in hard work and conditioning. I don't think there's a program in the country that that out-conditions our guys. I mean, if we lose, it's not because we're uh, getting out-conditioned, you know, and so – you know, we try to just, uh, you know, build the whole overall student athlete. You know, we want our guys to be successful, not only on the wrestling mat, but in the classroom and, and obviously, um, uh, you know, out in the, you know, in the community. So, um, uh, I think for my style, it's obviously, uh, changed and evolved over the last uh, 13 years I've been coaching. And obviously some of my assistant coaches have had an influence on that. And some of the wrestlers I've coached have had an influence on that, me growing and hopefully learning more about the sport and about coaching in general has changed it a lot. So I I think that, you know, some of the things that, you know, what my beliefs and the, the things that I do now, are maybe a little bit different than when I first started, you know, but, but I think my core values and beliefs are still the same. And, uh, you know, so it's, uh, you know, it's just been a very, uh, You know, much of a blessing to be able to to lead uh, the program here at Appalachian State. You know, and and I do want to give a shout out to my assistant coaches I have currently. You know, right now I've got, you know, two uh, assistant coaches, full time assistant. uh, You know, Josh Rosa and Ryan LeBlanc, and those guys have been with me. Uh, One of them's going on five years, the other one's going on six years, and those guys are phenomenal. You know, I mean, they just they are uh, you know, very hardworking, disciplined, they, uh, go above and beyond and they represent our program in a positive manner. Um, and they just do a phenomenal job, you know? And so I think they deserve, uh, you know, a lot of, of, uh, credit and kudos. And, uh, you know, those guys, um, you know, have, yeah, obviously, I've picked up a lot of things from those guys, and uh, we're very close. I mean, we're a very close staff. Um, and then you add Randall Diabe as our volunteer assistant, who I coached and recruited, and you know, is like, you know, he's like a son to me. Like, I mean, the the guys, like, you know, he's he symbolizes everything that that I want in our program, and and, and the young men that graduate from our program. And I think it's just a, a great opportunity to have him. Uh, now coaching alongside us. And, uh, you know, so we've got a great coaching staff and, you know, I can't say that, uh, you know, all the successes we've had have, have been a hundred percent solely uh, because of me, I've got a lot of great help as well. So, and we've got a lot of, of great young men uh, that represent our program, you know, in a very uh, positive manner. So, you know, I think all those people uh, deserve a lot of the credit as well. So I'm just a small part of it.
0: Um. Yeah. Yes, sir. And a lot of uh, high school wrestlers that look to wrestle in college, I think some of their biggest uh, questions are I, I don't learn well. It's hard for me to process a lot of things. Uh, if I if I was to go to Appalachia State, um, how would I be helped academically? Like what what do you do for athletes that have certain academic problems? Maybe they don't learn as well as others. Tell me a little bit about that uh, aspect of it.
1: Yeah so so we have a support staff that's built around our program and, and we have some some tools and some resources that a lot of programs just don't have uh you know and one of them is an academic advisor a full-time academic advisor that works with our team uh and uh she Kayla Hill uh does a phenomenal job of staying on top of our guys uh providing structure in their uh study hall hours and their tutoring sessions and then for those uh you know special uh, instances where we have student-athletes that need additional help, uh, we have learning specialists that meet with them one-on-one. And, uh, you know, we have a meeting every Monday morning uh, with my staff and Kayla. She comes to my office, and we all sit down for about an hour every Monday morning all year long and go through our guys' uh, you know, academics and how they're doing in the classroom and if there's any uh, issues of concern or anything we need to be focused on so we have a a pulse on how the guys are doing in the classroom each and every day. Um, and then, you know, not to mention, obviously academically, we have a lot of support, like of all the programs I've ever been involved with both as a wrestler and as a coach Appalachian state has the most support structure, uh, from an academic services standpoint than any program I've ever been involved with. And, uh, You know, we also, you know, a lot of recruits, uh, you know, we really sell the fact that we've got a lot of different um, support staff. Like, for instance, our strength and conditioning coach, Derek Stork, was a college wrestler. You know, and that's just extremely rare to have your strength coach uh, have wrestled in in college themselves and not just be, uh, you know, a former football player or something that's uh, helping with the football team and, then, you know, is also assigned the wrestling team. And then we have a uh, nutritionist. We have a a full-time dietitian on staff at at ASU that that works with our guys and and their nutrition and how they're eating and and those kind of things. And so that's another resource we have for our student athletes and our – athletic trainer, uh, he's got a lot of experience in the sport of wrestling himself. He was a uh, an elementary and uh, – or a youth and high school wrestler in the state of Pennsylvania growing up. So he's got a lot of experience in the sport of wrestling as well. So I think that's one of the things that we have to offer as well is a tremendous support staff alongside our coaching staff.
0: Um, and this last couple of questions. So we talked about the, uh, the strengths um, of, of the team and the good things – so, what are some what are some things you consider like uh, uh, a weakness that you know maybe just by default you know maybe it could be where you're located or what do you think are some of the weaknesses that you're trying to build on as a program?
1: Uh, I think for us, it's funding. You know, I mean, right now we're wrestling uh, teams. Most of our competitors have double the scholarship money that we do. You know, which I think when you when you see that, it's uh, uh, it's 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 just Really, I think it shows a, uh, you know, remarkable achievement that our team has been as successful as we have and have been ranked in the top 25 in the country with, you know, half the scholarships and funding that a lot of programs do. Uh, You know, but I think that, you know, moving forward, you know, once we get through this crisis, you know, that's my main goal is to increase our scholarship budget, you know, because we've got only half of the allotment that we could have. And I think, you know, if you add five more scholarships to our program, you're going to see even more consistency. Um, when we talk about
0: scholarships, um, what do you take into the uh, the vetting process of who gets what kind of scholarship, whether it be a full, a half, or pay your room and board, or pay your meal plan? How do you vet that out on who gets what?
1: Uh, ask that question again.
0: So how do you – how do you kind of investigate or, or about how you will, you will award scholarships to certain, um, certain wrestlers? I mean, whether it be a full one, a partial one, or I'll pay for this or I'll pay for that. What kind of process do you follow to kind of award scholarships to the right wrestlers?
1: Well, first of all, with only five scholarships, you know, it's very rare that we have anyone that's coming in as a freshman that's on a full ride. You know, what I mean, you know, guys like Denzel and some people like that, that, you know, they've come in and you know they've earned more and more money. You know, those guys might be close to a full, uh, but very rarely do we have the, the money to offer, you know, full scholarships to any of our incoming student athletes, whether in state or out of state. Uh, but typically how I evaluate it, obviously, I look at, you know, their high school credentials, uh, you know, how they do at a lot of national level tournaments. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to, uh, you know, be the best in your state. But but how do you compete against uh, those other wrestlers on a national level? You know, and then for me, it's you know trying to find out as much as I can about the, the wrestler. Are they? You know, do I think they still have room for growth? Do I think there's still a, a high ceiling for them? Or do I think that they've pretty much reached their full potential? And so a lot of times it's rolling the dice and, you know, using my best judgment to think, you know, this is where they are. This is where I think I could get them, you know. And it's not an exact science, but I think we've done a pretty good job of identifying those guys that fit in our system and fit into our team culture. And, uh, you know, once we've got them in our program, they've, they've really blossomed.
0: Um, yes, sir. Well, I know your uh, your time is very valuable and you probably got a, a, a busy schedule ahead. Um, so I just want to say, coach, thank you for, for being on my podcast. Uh, I think you shed a shed a lot of insight on, on your program. And, and I hope that nothing's postponed or canceled. Um, I've always enjoyed the uh, Appalachian wrestling camps. And so I hope that this coronavirus doesn't do anything further detrimental to your program. And I appreciate your time.
1: I appreciate it, Ron. Thanks for all you do for, for uh, North Carolina wrestling. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care.
0: Mm-hmm. So, guys, that was Coach John Mark Bentley, head coach at Appalachia State University. You know, it was great getting him on. Um, I really I have a lot of athletes on, but it's very seldom do I have a lot of coaches on, whether it be at the high school level or or, or college level. Um, Coach Bentley is somebody that I've known for a long time, ever since I was a kid, uh, ACC champion at a university, of North, or university of North Carolina. Uh, he's four-time state champion at Avery High School um, here in North Carolina. Uh, so he's got a lot of great wrestling knowledge. Um, and it's just good to also hear a coach's take on how, the, uh, how this whole COVID-19 coronavirus has affected them personally in their program. I wish nothing but the best of luck to all the programs, um, sporting programs, regardless of the sport. And, and I just hope not, nothing's affected. I mean, every college uh, needs fundraising money, and they raise a lot of money off of their camps. So I hope that none of these camps are are, are postponed at all, whether it's football, basketball, baseball camp, wrestling camp. Uh, these colleges need it. I mean, it, it, one of the things that go goes into actually cutting a program, um, no matter what sport it is, is if that program starts bleeding money. And so it's, it's actually costing the school money to run that program. And that program's not making any kind of a profit. So, um, these camps are needed like that, this, this virus is doing a lot, uh, of, of detrimental things on a lot of levels. So, um, it was great hearing this insight. Um, I, and I hope you've learned something and I hope it's something that, that, something was said that, that makes you as a high school wrestler want to entertain, uh, the, um, entertain going to Appalachian and wrestling. I've been to Appalachian state a couple of, well, more than a couple times. Um, I've seen their camps. I've seen their, uh, facilities. I've, I've been on their campus. Um, it's in a great area. Uh, so, and I can't say enough good things about Coach uh, Coach Bentley. Uh, he he's a good dude, and and I just hope that um, you know he's able to get through this pandemic personally, and as well as uh, getting his program through it, and and all that good old stuff. Um, again, this is Ryan Hayes, and you've listened to another episode of Cast the Champions. And again, stay safe out there.